Hi, if I could take a moment of your time before we start. If you've enjoyed previous episodes or if you enjoy this episode, if you could subscribe on the platform that you listen to, that would be really helpful. It helps us get more guests and push the podcast forward. Thanks. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, welcome to the Car Chat Podcast. I'm Sam Moores, and on the podcast this week, we have Jens Sverdrup of Zenbo Automotive, giving us a little bit of an insight into their next car, which is is pretty crazy. The first five minutes of the podcast or something like that, the audio probably sounds a little bit weird. We had a car running in the background on the other side of a wall, but I think we managed to clip it reasonably well, but the audio does get does get better. Anyway, enjoy. I'm sitting down with a friend of mine, Jens Sverdrup. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Last time we spoke, you were at a different company. A while ago now. Yeah. But uh, two, year, two years ago. Yeah, almost. two years ago. During lockdown, I remember. And now you are, what's your position? So I'm a chairman and CCO of Senwo Automotive now. Mm. And I think, wow, I last saw you was at Goodwood. Probably. Yeah, this a uh, couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. I had a little sneak preview of a new, a new car. Yeah. So yeah. talk to me about it. Well, what, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're I want what your impressions before yeah, yeah, I give you yeah, mine. Yeah. What, what's well, your impression I, I of it? My opinion of, of Zembo has changed quite a lot over the last like five years. Yeah. It, it went from a company I didn't really know much about, didn't see, I never saw the cars apart from Goodwood, and then it would be like the new Zembo, whatever, driving up the hill, and I didn't know anything about Same it. Same really. for me, actually. Very similar. I'd never there, but I didn't know quite what it was and why why it was yeah yeah, yeah i didn't exactly. know what the cars did is it a numbers car is it this is it that and then you know as i got to know things and i got the first test drive all of a sudden I go wait this is good yeah you know this is <laughs> yeah. clearly a driver's car you know it's uh so that's you know that 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 was my 
big surprise. And then I started noticing the build quality and these things, which you yeah. know you've yeah. when I did the so my first sort of real deep understanding started to begin when I did a, a podcast with trolls. Mm. We do hours about engineering and design and all that, that sort of stuff. And fly by quickly with him and if that, he goes into engineering. <laughs> yeah. And that straight away was, I came out of that thinking, oh, hang on a minute, this is, this is significantly more serious yeah. than I, I thought it was. I didn't realize the levels that the company go to to yeah. develop their own stuff and all the, all the bits and pieces. And then, how long ago it was now? A year ago, maybe? I drove the blue TSRS. Yeah. And that car has... has even that car has still developed quite a bit since, when you I, drove since I drove it yeah. to now. Actually, uh, based, somewhat based on your feedback. Okay. Uh, with the gear. Well, we had a few journalists, yourself yeah. included, that we respect the opinion of and go, okay, you know, we've had two guys now saying, we think the gearbox is too slow, you know, between first and reverse, yeah. you know, so let's just fix it, you know, because that's... Uh, because without this feedback, we don't know, you yeah, know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you can't you see the forest for all car. the trees. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, when I drove that car, I was really surprised at how, one, how like solid it felt. When you look around the car, the, the build quality in the car. But I, I think exterior. it's, uh, well, definitely top three in the world, for yeah. sure. There's very few that can match, you know, that carbon work. And yeah, yeah I've, I've seen it all. It's sick. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then to drive... It was just awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. We had the, the gearbox thing was like kind of annoying, basically at low speed. If you wanted to go from first to reverse, it took a little bit of time and it yeah. would work. But, um, but I went in one of the cars, the same car yesterday, the day before, yeah. and it's just like, it, yes. it's just, it just works yeah. now. Yeah, it's just software, you know, and, and a synchro ring, basically. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah, but, but that's what it was based on. Actually, after your feedback, and it's like, okay, let's, it was such an easy fix. Yeah. It took us two weeks to <laughs> to get do the change and, it, yeah. and, and, and do some testing and get the new software in, and that was it. Yeah. And then, um, so then since then, obviously, Tim, a friend of mine, he, he purchased one. Yeah. Already. It was a big move for him, and yeah. it's very cool for you guys, I think. Fantastic for us, too. Honestly, nothing is more credible than, you, well, you do, you know, journalist reviews, and, yeah. you know, but usually it's like you lend out the car for a day, and then you, and you get some criticism afterwards. Yeah. But here's a guy who's sort of been around the company. He's liked the car for a long time, yeah. uh, and, uh, and ends up putting down his, you know, he's worked, yeah, hard, he's worked hard for that. I mean, how credible is that? Yeah. One of, well, if probably the world's biggest uh, YouTube, you know, car yeah, yeah, yeah. influencer putting down his hard-earned money on, on a car, that's a good review. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, then, and, and his car was at, um, was at Gibwood. And then, so I had a little preview of, and we're sitting in a room now, and we've got this, this other thing up on the, on the display of, of what's coming in, in the future. And the good thing this podcast is... is uh, it's audio. <laughs> it's audio. <laughs> I can take a picture on my phone and I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> but basically, can I, I can do a little description of what it's sort of like. Yeah, so you can do, yeah, exactly. It's like old school, you know, yeah, like, yeah, describe. like pre-TV uh, uh, sports commentary. Yeah, so take yeah. what you know about what Zembo looks like now. Keep some styling sort of language. Yeah. But take it into the like I don't know twenty years ahead, similar sort of 
design sorts of stuff you might have seen on things like Valkyrie and things like that. Really heavily sculpted body. But this, so the, the car comes in two styles. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So, we're, well, it's funny you say. So, we've had so many guys early on because this is a three year development already now. So, we've had the customers coming in and see, and, and then quite a few have said, well, you're not skipping one generation of cars here. Yeah. You're sort of two or three generations yeah, 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 newer, yeah. but you can still see there's family resemblance. But it's definitely yeah. This looks like some sort uh, of space pretty modern, modern thing. The old. And uh, <laughs> I have to say, well, it's more Danish. You know, that was I think okay. So the brief was like okay, we're about driving, yeah. as you know. So it's uh, so that was that was up there. Smile per mile is sort of on top of the list. Yeah, you know? nice. Yeah, insane build quality because I personally, well, I don't know. I've I love the boutique stuff, and I yeah. look at at. The building hypercars is just as much an art form as as anything else. Mm-hmm. It it has to be as beautiful as a Patek Philippe watch inside, and yeah. you know, like it. That sort of stuff really matters to me, and thank God for a few customers too. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll do, we would just buy cars from the big brands. I think you yeah. know, so we can offer something just way way beyond in terms of attention to detail and just artistry, yeah. which uh, you know, I just love. There's a new technology coming out, new methods with doing carbon, you know, we can, you know, we quickly call a customer and say, <laughs> hey, you know, we'd love to try this thing. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, And we yeah. can do it. And that's the beauty of small manufacturers. You know, we can actually do these things. And I think it's sort of becoming more and more polarized where the big brands, you know, they're doing Especially a with couple of colors and then we have us. as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, it's along each other in a way. Uh, and I guess, well, you know, why we were doing two cars, and I think we don't want to compromise. So we, we very quickly became, we started developing this car, and, and I know you wanted to do certain things. Yeah. You know, it's still a hypercar, so even though we're not chasing numbers, we're chasing smile per mile, but yeah. of course it's a hypercar. It has hypercar performance. So I think we just decided, okay, let's sit down. Let's, 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 if we do our very best at everything, that means, you know, we will do the best design, we'll do, you know, the best aerodynamics, you, you know, the the best drivetrain, you know, where do we land, basically? Yeah. You know, and whilst never compromising on the smile per mile factor, which means, you know, depends on what you want on the car. So we've yeah. sort of gone down the route of doing a hyper GT yeah. and the more track biased, you know, higher downforce car. Yeah. Um, where, which has been a lot of, it, it's very hard to make a high downforce car really beautiful. Yeah, because you know, it's got to have lots of flicks and wings. Yeah, and... yeah. I think uh, I'll switch to it. I, yeah. I wish you could see it, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think we've achieved it, you know. Um, but of course, some people want, you know, higher top speed. Uh, some people want to use the car for different uses, like yeah. road trips, you know, like things like luggage matters. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, some people want both, which uh, be very cynical. <laughs> was, uh, it was also like when we sat down and did it, it's like, wait a minute, we can actually get, probably the cars are so different sharing the same platform and drivetrain, but they're so different in character and, and the way they look that that will probably end up with guys or girls, so far only guys, uh, buying one of each, which, oh, nice. which has happened. Has it? Yeah. That's which, cool. Uh, 
<laughs> Not that we don't want more customers, but it is great to have, yeah. uh, you know, if you do 100 cars, it would be great to have 50 customers. Yeah, that's a lot, of, like, a lot less phone calls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, it's efficiency, they, like Scandinavian efficiency. And, uh, so yeah. a lot of modern crazy stuff has no luggage space at all. Yeah. No. Are you, you going to have luggage space? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, uh, I don't want to, yeah, uh, hope... Um, no one takes it the wrong way, but uh, we're big fans of the Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, but we're not big fans of compromises. Yeah. I think Christian, our head of design, me, Trolls, we were all like, oh, the Valkyrie is seriously cool. But then we started to look into it and say, okay, you know, how do you get into the car? How this, you know, so user friendliness. And I think that's where. Yeah. As a road car. And also we're Scandinavians. We do practical stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, we are pragmatic. We have shit weather, to be very frank. <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. so. So for us to be in the mud and step into a car seat, yeah, that's not cool. So ergonomics is a, is is a big thing. Yeah. So again, yeah, had we gone full on with performance only, we probably would have compromised. You know, the ease of use, basically. So. So we're making a car that's, uh, in both versions, easy to get in and out of, you know, uh, where you don't want to look awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I appreciate, well, I'm 50 myself, and for me, some of these cars, I mean, yeah, if you drive them for a week, getting in and out several times a day, it's, you know, it's, it can be painful, and you look silly. You do. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. like, I'm quite good at, like, getting myself in and out of yeah. stuff, but... When you get in something that's got a super wide sill yeah. and your feet are up in front of your face and like all that sort of stuff, as a road car, I, I personally have have never really. We were just talking. We were actually just talking about if someone gave you like a billion dollars, what would you buy? And I said I wouldn't go out and buy a hundred cars because like I don't want that hassle. Oh, but, do you have to hire twenty people to yeah, look exactly, after? Yeah, exactly. Buy more space and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But in for me, cars have to have a, a purpose and a, something I'm going to use them for. Yeah. And getting a really raw, like the idea of having a race car on the road, other than just a one-off experience to drive it for 20 minutes, that yeah. sounds horrific to me. Like I don't want a, something that's impossible to get into. A, a road car for me, you've got to get into and then be ha- happy doing a road trip. Yeah. And you need to, for me, you need to be able to get some luggage in it you don't have to have a support car and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, And then and this enjoy is, it on the road. Uh-huh. This is super important. Uh, let's face it, even though we do a track bias car, like how often do you take, you know, a two to five million dollar hypercar on track? Yeah. Even the track only ones, you may be like three times a year, four yeah. times a year. Like most people have a GT3 RS to do that sort of yeah, stuff. Or, or a race car. Or a radical or a race car, because you might as well. So it's more... It's more of having the experience a yeah. few times a year in good company together with, you know, hopefully other Zendo uh, owners or other hypercar owners, but in that company because, yeah. uh, you know, stone ships, this, that, it just becomes very exactly. expensive. Especially when you've got yeah. these cars that are like, they're like jewelry. Yeah. And then so, you put it in the gravel and like... Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's not nice, you know. So so we realized that, that even even a track-biased performance car will spend most of its time on the road. Yeah. So we're doing road cars. We're not the race car manufacturer. Uh, we don't want the compromises. So even though it has, you know, racy... Um, 
features, you know, we're still doing stuff like active engine mounts. It's not yeah. hard mounted because yeah, yeah, you know you. Yeah, yeah. Not really we, that sort well, of yeah, we want a nice sound. Mm. Uh, we don't want we don't want things to sound agricultural, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We want the hairs to stand up <laughs> on your arms for all the right reasons. Okay, so speaking of hair standing up, what's what's the powertrain? Uh, yeah, so we're developing, uh, we're pretty far down the line of developing our own V12, basically. And uh, nice. we have, uh, this is a six liter uh, V12, very special engine. It starts from day one as a road car engine, uh, as opposed to probably some of the others like the Mercedes and yeah. Aston, which sort of is a race engine trying to trying to make it into, work. Yeah, so... Yeah. so and the reason we're doing that is, of course, um, because A, we can, B, we're going down full worldwide homologation, uh, including America. So there's just no way of making it financially viable to take, you know, like an extreme race engine and trying to, mm. you know, shoehorn it uh, in, into this regulation. And as we've seen with Valkyrie and AMG1, that is quite challenging. Super challenging, yeah. To yeah. make it yeah. pass all the emissions tests and whatever and just run. Yeah. So, so we're doing. Uh, so we're trying to be very smart. I guess pragmatic Scandinavian thinking. We're we're thinking very modular, uh, even about our new platforms. Yeah. Uh, we're sort of investing uh, a lot of money uh, in this new car and future cars, yeah. basically. And we're doing the same with the powertrains. We know our V12 will be um, will be okay until 2035. Okay. It's a hybrid twin turbo hybrid V12, yeah. basically. So we know we can pass, you know, what's coming next in emissions. But at the same time, we're sort of spreading our development cost and we're also doing a V6 and a V8 based on the same block. So it's a modular system, which um, uh, enables us to, for example, sell the V6 to to some other boutique manufacturers, for example. Um, We can't do big volumes, it's too, but... uh, uh, but it sort of softens the blow of the investment because uh, for us it really needs to work well into the future. Yeah. Uh, and even even things like, um, yeah, as, as I said, our monocoque is, is fully modular, basically. So, uh, so, so it can transform into several other types of cars. You know, so if we want to do uh, like a junior hypercar in the future yeah. with V8, you know, that, can, could be we done do with that, relative yeah. ease, like a less extreme version. Uh, but this is most definitely a halo car, and a, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and and you're not going to do the thing that well, that we've seen from some manufacturers where you release the halo car, and then like eight months later. You release one that looks exactly the same, but half the price. No. And all the <laughs> no. customers go, what? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, we, we, we can't afford that. So we, we can't afford to lose customers. So And we're on a good trajectory now. Sort of, I, think, I think it's safe to say we're sort of right on the nudge of like a major breakthrough for the brand, you know, yeah. where we've uh, taken of this new, new car, we've taken quite a few orders, quite a few pretty... Well-known collectors yeah. have have actually put their money down towards one. So we say, okay, this is going to be our breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, and and also the TSR series cars have is no selling more than ever. You know, even okay. though yeah, yeah, yeah. because if people realize this is going places. I can also see yeah, yeah how that works quite nicely. I mean, you've got this this new car that is crazy and yeah. it looks super cool. And if 
someone starts buying into the brand, they're like, oh yeah. yeah. Then I can see why they might go, okay, this car, I'm not going to have it for a year, two years or whatever it's going to be in yeah. terms of deliveries. And, but actually I could buy a TSRS right now. Yeah. And then I've got, I'm, I'm in the brand, you know, I've got something involved. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, so what's also happening is, uh, so when you buy a, like a hypercar, you want also to buy into the family, into the community. Yeah. So, uh, so more attracts more. Yeah. So all of a sudden now there's quite a few guys, you know, getting the car, looking into doing like uh, customer events and things yeah, like that, yeah, where yeah, it'll yeah. be 10, 15 cars out on the road, which for us is the it's first fun. time. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're sort of entering that. And I think that's been missing because we haven't had enough cars out there. Yeah. You know, they've been spread all over the world. There's one here, one there. So there's never been that sort of community, yeah, but now we're getting there. So even at next year's Goodwood, we'll probably be you know, 10, 11, 12 owners really? going on a, like a rally, oh, nice. hopefully, you know, something I'm trying to organize. So that's uh, uh, another, you know, that attracts, because why do you buy cars like this? Well, it's not a solution for anything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know so you just want to enjoy them and you don't want to be the only one, you know, yeah. who has to say, you know, why do you have this car? You know, so you want to be, you know, a part of of sort Something, of a community yeah. family uh, and sort of share your experience with others because if it's only for you then it doesn't have the same value yeah, so. yeah yeah and you see that a lot specifically this week you know car week we see it with the kerning yeah. they're all driving around together f50s F50s have been F50s several all times, right? like a club you know Pagani's, whatever yeah, yeah, there's yeah, 10 yeah. of them on their tour like. yeah 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 no it's you know because you share a passion yeah. you know that's this is a tribe you know sort of so so that's something that's now happening, you know, for us. We're, uh, yeah. And I think, uh, quite frankly, I mean, we're not making cars as, as investment objects. And I don't think there's any guarantees thing. Yeah. But I think one of the reasons why maybe people have held off is like, okay, I really love the car. You know, I want it. You know, like, will you be around next year? It's valid. Yeah. Really valid point. You know, what happens to me if the company goes bankrupt? Yeah. You know, it's like, and now I think we can say, okay, Denver was founded in 2007. Clearly, we, we're not going anywhere now. You know, uh, yeah, especially so, with all the, yeah, the stuff going on now. You have all this stuff happening. I think you can appreciate over the last 12 months, you know, like there's a bus going on. Yeah. You know, there's more and more customers are buying the cars and, and uh, that sort of builds trust, basically, in us. And uh, so I think uh, there's no longer any fear that will be gone next year, you know, and I went through this with, you know, even with Koenigsegg when yeah. I was there, it was like, okay, you know, like, but, you know, are you here to stay? Yeah. And of course now that's no question, you know, but at, at some stage it started to sort of, the scale started to tip over because yeah. everyone just realized, yeah, okay, if they've managed, you know, two financial crises and yeah, this and that's clearly, yeah. clearly, you know, they're still around, clearly they're not just going to throw in the, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the towel now so so i think that's we've crossed the line there you know being yeah. an established uh, company we've learned how to build cars and i think uh, quite a few customers probably well i know they do uh, probably think well they don't like to lose money uh, although we don't give any guarantees obviously but i think uh, as the brand is growing i don't think you need to be a rocket scientist to understand that probably the values will also grow uh, yeah. Which, um, honestly, it shouldn't be the reason you buy any car, I don't think. You should no, buy it's it. It's a dangerous game, I think. Yeah, to, you should buy it that. because you want it. But uh, but it's also nice as a manufacturer, you know, I mean, 
I would be very happy if someone can actually drive around in a car and not lose money. I mean, yeah. what it's a gift. Best, what it? a gift to give a customer who trusts you. You know, that we're doing so much right in our marketing and, and our cars no, are so good. Yeah, that people want them and they have a positive, yeah. you know, uh, value, you know, prospect. Uh, that's you know, that's great. Although, I mean, uh, nothing makes a repeat customer like selling your original car, getting either your money back or more. And yeah, then you're I like, mean, of course I'll buy another one. Of course one. it's great. Because it it's, yeah, it doesn't, uh, well, then, then again, the world has been strange for about 10 years and I'm, who knows, you know, like, uh, yeah. But I think uh, these cars are so rare. It's so limited in numbers. So it's so you do the math, you know, yeah. like with the TSR, you know, series. It's going to be so few cars. We can't even build. You know, it takes so long time to build them. That yeah. doesn't matter if we had fifty orders. You know, it would. Yeah, you know, we still wouldn't be able to build more than five in a year. That's yeah. it's just too time consuming. How many are there? How many TSRSs are there? Oh, well, T. Well, uh, that series. Oh, TS, you could say. So we're now building chassis number fifteen. Okay. So, so this yeah, includes everything. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with yeah prototypes and everything. So, uh, and I have to say, well, do, yeah, during this week, we well, so far we've taken three deposits on TS series just yeah. here this week, and money cleared everything. So there's cars coming to America, for example. So. So how many will there be uh, in total? Well, we're doing 10 TSR series cars. Yeah. yeah. So they, you know, they're all sort of spoken for. So, um, so it's not a lot, you know. And then within those, there's like three TSR GT, yeah. you know, and then there's uh, seven TSRS. So, so you're talking very, very limited numbers. Um, and the last of its breed sort of yeah. you know because our next car is going to be a hybrid so this is yeah, sort of yeah. the last sort of old school loud you know fire spitting yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think yeah, that's <laughs> yeah and i think uh, in a way the fear of electric cars have sort of also brought more customers into our camp well, when you look at the the cars that came out whatever it was eight years ago now like p1 um la ferrari and stuff like that yeah now all their hybrid systems, I think a lot of com- customers would be very happy if you could remove the hybrid <laughs> yeah. on your LaFerrari. You know, even uh, my boss at the time, I won't yeah. mention the name, you know, we were walking around at the Geneva show and we go, thank God this is our breakthrough because finally <laughs> the big the big boys are here. Yeah. So, you know, they, it, it, it went from being a boutique thing to becoming yeah. an industry. But we actually, we, I remember walking around, we were sort of, cracking jokes a little bit like yeah the hybrid stuff like i wonder when the first like uh aftermarket guys are gonna offer like uh yeah. you know a dehybridization yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but i don't know if you look at i think what seems to happen i know someone who's been developing uh better systems for the p1 i think it's like a well an um, upgrade I, I would i would assume there will be aftermarket solutions for like better batteries for yeah. sure yeah so i think that well that's it's not there's nothing wrong with the systems themselves, really. It's yeah, like it's just, just complex batteries that are way too heavy. And, and I know yeah. with, with. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. With P1, originally, and I'm, I feel like this may have changed, it wasn't just you had to leave it on a trickle charger. It was you had to run the car every X amount of days. Yeah, could be, yeah. Or the hybrid system and the battery died. Yeah. Like, was dead, dead. Yeah, that's improved a lot now. With yeah. Modern, yeah, of course, you have software that's sort of taking care of your batteries. and everything. Yeah, so that's, it's, it's moved on a lot. And, of course, uh, we're, I can't say too much, but we're working on some really cool battery technology for, for our cars where, of course, they're going to be very lightweight, you know, which this stuff wouldn't have been remotely possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's not even possible today for mass production. But uh, by the time we launch the cars, yeah, we'll be able to produce, you know, our, our 15 yeah. packs a year. So, so it's moved on a lot. Uh, but it's the biggest, you know, contributing factor to the weight of, of even the new cars. You know, yeah. that's, that, is the, that is the battery packs. So that's, I'm sure there will be a big aftermarket uh, Makes sense, for those it? things in for the future. all those things, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a solution. <laughs> it must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's about, it's, when are we going to, I say, you know, yeah. obviously I'm looking at what it's going to be like, but when are we going to see some sort of, are yeah. in public. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, uh, we're already sweating to finish them for next year's Pebble Beach, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but that is the Long plan. Time around yeah. To, to basically unveil them and launch them at next year's Pebble Beach. I don't think we'll bother the world with uh, boring teaser pictures with, <laughs> <laughs> with silk drapes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just save it. Uh, uh, we're on a pretty good trajectory to to be at least half sold out by the time we launch, which yeah. for us is, you know, game changing yeah. to, yeah. Uh, so, so to have half of the order stock spoken for at launch, yeah, then, well, we can just focus on, on actually delivering on time, yeah. you know, so instead of, instead of selling. So, yeah. so yeah, so that, that is, we had ambitions of actually launching them at Goodwood next year. I would very much like to, but I don't think it's yeah, possible. Guess, We're yeah. already like, yeah, uh, and of course, yeah. Uh, but there will be, yeah, will be prototypes uh, around that time. We'll be, we're pretty far down development of this. So this has been going on for three years already. Yeah, because I remember yeah. when I, the podcast with Trolls, he was talking about the gearbox, I think. Which has been, the gearbox is ready for production. Yeah. So yeah, for example, so we have developed our own gearbox with a hybrid, with a motor included yeah, in it. Yeah, so yeah. it's a really cool solution. Um, where we're also using electric, so we can run straight cut or, you know, okay, gears yeah. and use the electric motor for filling in between. So you can have a, 
well, you can have a full race gearbox or you can have a not fully a twin clutch feeling gearbox, which I also don't think our customers want. Yeah. But uh, you can have a very smooth smooth and fast gear change. And we use the electric motors for reverse. So it's an eight-speed forwards, yeah. electric reverse. Uh, we use the electric motor for um, for traction, basically traction control and yeah. things like that. It's a very, very good way of controlling the wheels on yeah, especially yeah. low speed. So, so, so it's a very clever solution, uh, very compact. So that's been out testing in test mules for a while. The engine is, I would say, 30, 40% uh, you know, developed at, at the stage where we will have like actual engines towards the end of the year. Uh, we've gone through, well, a full year of aero work on, on this car already. So, uh, so this is more or less, you know, the final design. You know, there will be stuff like mirrors, which you see there, which is optional. But more or less, this is the this is ninety nine percent what it will look the like. The one we're looking at has. Um... As camera mirrors. Yeah, which is an option, actually. Yeah. In North America, you can't have it. Uh, we're not so happy with the way they look, yeah. uh, but they work. But we've also had a lot of feedback from customers who just doesn't want it. They want you know, normal mirrors. I've not, uh, I've not driven many cars that have um, camera mirrors, but the ones I have, I, I didn't like it. No, m- most people say it that. It does my head in. I hate screens, so <laughs> yeah. and we all do. Uh, so I don't think they belong in a hypercar. Yeah, and you I know, think if, it, it's uh, that thing of when you look at the, like when you look at a mirror, I think most people, without even thinking about it, they move their head slightly to one side and slightly to the other side. Yeah. And you get this sort of, you immediately then get a 3D perspective of yeah. what's in the mirror. Yeah. Whereas with a camera, you just have a, an image yeah. and, and you can't see, you can't necessarily place distance and stuff. No, no, uh, yeah. It's, it's great for blind spot detection, of course. But, oh, uh, yeah. as a uh, rear camera. Yeah. That is amazing, yeah. especially in something that's yeah. hardcore where you basically can't see out the back anyway. Yeah, you can't on this one. Uh, so, but anyway, it's, it's an option, but I think yeah. people will be happy to hear. So our I, interior is not done yet. I would say we're like 40, 50% down the line yeah. there too, but uh, we're going with analog instruments. Uh, we're going with beautiful buttons that feel good. Okay. So anything that has to do with driving, yeah. there will be a button for you that, like will, that. that will have a nice tactile feel you know because uh, I don't know if you've driven some especially like sports cars and you're trying to fiddle with a menu to, but it is like you're it's awful. yeah it's it's, uh, it's really I, bad I hate it I think and the screens are cheap I mean we all have iPhones yeah. and I mean it, they're, they're not expensive I think they date horribly there's going to be something way nicer coming out in five years but was you know we're still wearing mechanical watches so so that's something we decided early on this is this is a driver's car it's about your senses so we don't want to, well if we can hide yeah. obviously we need sat nav and these things you know we're developing it but we definitely want to hide it do you think you'll do a Similar sort, like sort of setup that you've got in TSRS, where either you can run it through your phone or an iPad or something. Um, we're doing uh, well, probably not that simple. We're doing our own yeah, infotainment system okay, basically, but but so yeah, we'll have but for sure Apple CarPlay and these yeah. things, yes, uh, and preferably something you can hide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where you Which only, I think is super important. Yeah. Where you only see. 
beautifully crafted switches yeah. and, 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 and a rev counter that's mechanical and I it, it's just... Uh, the, when, I, when the new Bentley Continental came out and yeah. it had that revolving display, yeah. it's the first time in like any modern car you're able to just turn the screens off. Yeah. Not that you ever do it when you're driving, but when it's parked or whatever. Yeah. And you just have dials and stuff. And yeah. like in 50 years' time, yeah. this will still look... Yeah, right. yeah. It won't look like yeah. It won't look like a you know. You've seen a PC from 1980s. It doesn't you know big. It looks very dated. So I mean you know mechanical stuff is timeless. Uh, we're in the game of doing some sort of art here. So I don't think screens belong in there for us. Yeah. Not not for us. You know and uh, and I think also. You're also seeing this divide now with the electric hypercars coming. They're very screen heavy yeah. and, and uh, very tech heavy, and that's sort of, you know, that's their thing. Yeah. You know, we're going down the uh, more artistic route, and we want in, like good physical interfaces, basically. Yeah. So, especially anything that has to do with actually driving. Yeah. That's like, that just needs to be on the button, you know, yeah. like with presets and, you know, you, I, yeah. Even motorcycles these days, you have to, you know, flick. Yeah, yeah, you have to flick into menus, and it's. Yeah, I'm a big Ducati fan, as you know, but still, you sort of have to. You know, which, which when you're driving along, and we're told we're told we're not allowed to use our phones. Yeah, yeah, and then you're like, yeah, but you're allowed to use the car entertainment, like, yeah, I can't remember. I was driving something recently. Oh yeah, it was like a, a new MX-5. Yeah, and that has a touch display. It disables the touch display as soon as you start moving. Yeah. Which for me, I was using CarPlay. Yeah. Is like really stupid. So you have a rotary dial. <laughs> Even worse. And like trying to use that, a rotary yeah. dial whilst looking yeah. at a display yeah. is so much harder than just going, I need that and then pressing it. Yeah. And then looking back at the road. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's, yeah. So this is, well, yeah. I'll call it a driving instrument. Yeah. You know, like that's, uh, yeah. Uh, Super cool. We need, Super you know, obviously cool. all the stuff that you need in a modern car, but we can make sure. Uh, it's all beautiful and yeah, and and whatever we we don't want to show, we can hide away. And you don't drive with the sat nav on all the time, so why should the screen be there? Um, so on the seats, I can, well, I guess I can shed some more light. So basically, our monocoque is uh, has integrated seats in it. Oh really? Yeah. So we uh, so it's like the LaFerrari, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, so of course, being Danish, we have a very rich uh, design heritage. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there's a lot of effort going into making. So the, yeah, paddles moving. Hmm? Paddles moving. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Paddles and steering. Yeah. yeah. That I di- I didn't really think about that too much until I might have been actually talking to you guys about it. But when you move your seat forward, so much more than just your seating position. And like how close you are to the steering wheel changes. Yeah, it's like, can you see all the dials? Yeah, can you see the mirrors? Yeah, can you see it correctly out of all of the windows? Yeah. if you move forward or back, all of that stuff changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had issues with some cars with glare, you know, from yeah. the dashboard. All of a sudden, you move further. Oh God, now I see this reflection you yeah. know, in the window. Like, and it's I like, want to move back again. You it's, want it's a, your yeah. seating position and driving to be, position to be optimized for your body yeah. and the drive, but you don't want it to affect. The other stuff no, that's going on no, in the car. No. I think it's it also ties in in our you know we're Scandinavian, less is more. Yeah. Simple, uh, simple, so clean that's design. also the way. Well, you can't. Yeah, we're thinking about the design here. Where where we only have body panels where they're needed. 
uh, where we can get away with, uh, yeah, so you see the monocoque, you know, is part of the car's oh, yeah, design. Yeah. So when you're looking at the car, yeah. and we've got the, the sort of track version up on the screen, there's part of it where the door is that's carbon, yeah. and then that flows through, and that is the monocoque. Yeah, you see also the subframes, you know, which are beautiful, because we can yeah. make beautiful carbon. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so all this is, so we're not covering over anything. Uh, and of course, you know, exposed suspension parts. So we're using a lot of negative space. Uh, and I think one thing... Because I, I don't think I've seen that sort of situation where you're literally looking at the underside of the car, but it's the exterior of the car. Yeah. And obviously it looks great. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I guess maybe, uh, the Valkyrie and the Lotus have sort of... And the Ford GT has some sort of negative space use. Oh yeah, it's a lot of that. we've taken it to the extreme where most cars have aero going over the car. Yeah, we send it through the car. Yeah, there's a lot going through. Yeah, a lot of these sort of tunnels that go. <laughs> so, uh, so it's a pretty radical looking thing. But I, I don't. I'm super happy with it, the way it, it looks. It does look cool. And for the yeah, the people listening, I think my if you look at the current cars and then we're saying yes, this looks like it's 20, 30 years ahead. Well, it's. But it's yeah, and if if you compare it to, I'd say if if I compare it to the other manufacturers in this sort of spray space, high you know high end hypercar space, this absolutely sits alongside like the no question yeah. all of the others, or depending on the styling and what you like, mm. above like it's it's it is really cool looking. I think so, and you know we were you know how you when you see a new car. Like uh, most people, if you read the internet comments, yeah. uh, oh, reminds me of this, reminds yeah, me of this. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't had a single comment yet. No, it doesn't We've remind me of We've shown the car to uh, over 200 people. Uh, and we were so worried about, oh, I wonder if they yeah. will compare it to a McLaren or this or that. And we've even had some people from McLaren yeah. sitting there and we we're just waiting. Like, do you think it? Uh, yeah. Like, no, it's its own thing. It is. And that's hard to achieve. To well, you can have your own thing, but it might be ugly. But I think uh, yeah, I think because yeah. we've had some cars launched this week. Yeah. One from actually from McLaren um, that I would say looks like has got a lot of elements from another manufacturer. Yeah, and and I think ultimately, whether that's planned or not, when you're pursuing certain aero and performance stuff sometimes you come to a similar solution but that's the problem with aero if you know if you look at the vice aero, aero like yeah. uh, tour de france vice, they all look the same because yeah, they because they, they have the same regulation they run it through the same software yeah they pretty much look the same uh if you look at music you know sort of all the f- same chords and everything yeah, so there's yeah, a limit yeah. to how inventive you can be but but we've sort of shaken things up a bit and sort of, okay, right, you know, what can we do? You know, okay, we need better cooling, we want less weight. Do we have to send the air over the car? Or can we, you know, take it, you know, you know and inspired by also, also Danish furniture a lot, where they use, you know, negative space as yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. design. I think I love that. It's safe to say that we are inspired by cars like the BAC Mono. Yeah. came out in yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011. Still looks so beautiful, I think. It's yeah. just a great design. And, you know, and other cars like that. There's some beautiful motorcycles, like, you know, Ducati, you know, yeah. Panigales. You know, that's, it's basically there's only fairing where it needs to be. Yeah. You know, it's sort of you just, uh, so that it's the same sort of thinking. Uh, 
we can make beautiful, beautiful parts like uh, you know suspension components. You know, well, everything yeah. we make is is a jewel. So we always thought, both Christian and me, because I came from the Singer project, yeah. which I love. It's a fantastic car. Uh, but I always felt we had this beautiful engineering. We put a body over it. Yeah, so you was, couldn't see it. No, and I was like, Ooh. anyway, I, I came in too late in that project, so I wasn't allowed to yeah, interfere with the design. But I was like, could we make some openings here and there so you can actually appreciate it? I think, yeah, that yeah. one. If you ever come, if anyone listening goes manages to come across a, as a singer, the um, go and have a look at the engine bay. If you oh, can see gorgeous. it, it's, and like, yeah, yeah. you just go, whoa, what is yeah, going on? Yeah. This is so different. Yeah, I remember asking, can we not have a window, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, I think that, that puts a lot of pressure on on stuff you normally hide because yeah. it's cheaper just to put a panel yeah. over it, uh, you know. But, of course, we've perfected, you know, the car building art. I think we're at this stage now where we can show off everything we do. Yeah. It looks good. Whether it's uh, you know aluminium or or yeah uh, or carbon or whatever you know yeah. we're able to make it look good. We don't need to cover it up. We can make it as part of the car's design, basically, and that's uh, that's definitely something that's unique with this. And it's taken it uh, you know to a another another level, basically. With um, with the TSRS I drove, it had a, a power mode that was basically will put it will give you. As much power as it can put down on the road. Yeah. Well, do you think, will there be a similar sort of thing in this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're obviously doing an all yeah. new software pack yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, yeah, uh, engine control and everything. But yeah, we, and of course... Uh, well, that was incre- That was a really neat solution. And it starts the, in that mode, you know, yeah. and it is... I mean, we even... That's what we drive with all the time yeah. too. Because, we, yeah, yeah, you can put it in full power mode. Uh, I mean... If you look at the total system output of this car, and I'm afraid of telling you this because it's not a numbers car, and we've, we haven't chased performance number or horsepower numbers, but we've just sort of thrown everything yeah. we have at it to make it as good and drivable Very as possible. Very revving, turbo, <laughs> hybrid, V12. Yeah, <laughs> but we are at 1,800 horsepowers on yeah. the top sort of uh, power. Of course, you, you need pretty Something. pretty clever, you know, torque vectoring algorithms and this and that yeah. for, to, to be able to to make that enjoyable, you know. Uh, so, uh, so that's why I've almost been contemplating to not reveal our numbers because they are really... Yeah, they're large. <laughs> yeah, our acceleration numbers is high, our downforce numbers yeah. is high because I'm so f- afraid of being put into that um, headline. Right. And you know how car magazines, you yeah. know, if you, if, if you say you have a car that does 600 kilometers an hour, you'll get a headline. Yeah. You know, as I don't want to be... That's, you know, that's that's not our customers. They actually don't care. Uh, they see the numbers and they go, yeah, definitely competes with, you know, the fastest electric cars and all that stuff, but that's not the point. The point is it will have Driving a, experience. It, yeah, it has a beautiful V12 and, uh, and, you know, very agile and lightweight, you know, it's half the weight of an electric car. Yeah. So, you know, of course that translates to, it's a lot easier to make a good driver's car when you're under, under 1500 kilos, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. imagine it's going to be quite... The light, yeah, the light is sort of the track version. I guess we can shed some light on it. It's uh, it's twelve fifty kilos for a fully homologated car, so it's light. 
the uh, Hyper Grand Tour, uh, we're really working hard to get it down to 1450. It's got bigger battery yeah. packs, uh, but yeah, it, we might end light. up at closer to 1500, but it's still light. Yeah. Um, or that power. Or 1800 <laughs> horsepower <laughs> and, and a very agile car. Yeah. So, and I guess the footprint of the car is actually more or less the same length as this car, but yeah. it's got a shorter wheelbase and it's four inches lower. So it's it definitely, looks, yeah. In the pictures of it, it looks like it's going and it's more super wide cab forward. So, yeah, okay, so, yeah, so yeah, 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 which you can see where, yeah, so you don't have the long, long bonnet basically. So, yeah, it's really yeah. like direct. Mm -hmm. Like that sort of setup, you fit, you're really driving it. Yeah. You're not like, you yeah, know, like a 812 or something. Runs off doing something down the yeah. other end of the road. No, 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 no. <laughs> and of course, yeah, I think also interior space at this stage is pretty much on par with what we have today, which okay. you, you're, yeah. you're totally Very fine awesome. being six foot four. Yeah. You know, not with a helmet, but uh, but you and me, I'm six one. Yeah. yeah uh, anyone who's six two should be completely fine. You know, using a helmet, so so it's very user friendly because. Yeah. The whole smile per mile factor also goes into being user friendly. Because yeah. if it's only smile per mile for two minutes while you floor it, then yeah. you know it should also be fun to drive. Uh, that's a challenge. It should be fun to drive in fifty mile an hour up a mountain road. Like a really fast car that is fun to drive slowly is not easy. That's really hard. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and things like the the gearbox. I know when dual clutch gearbox first started coming out and. PDK, which is is an amazing gearbox, but definitely it removes some fun for sure. Some like, emotion, yeah. It just yeah. it becomes like a tool for driving really fast. Yeah. So almost like and around town and whatever, it's it's great. But like at fifty miles an hour, like the dog box in that car. It's fun, yeah. TSRS is like properly fun. Yeah, it makes it fun. Yeah, and it's so a huge part. It's a huge part of the driving experience. Yeah. So, so your or well, our Tim, our common friend, that's something yeah. when he saw the car, he said, "Please don't make it too slick." Yeah. You know that that was one of his comments. Like, I love the car. Please don't make it too slick. Because the reason I bought the TSRS was that. Yeah. Was because. Uh, I don't know, you remember when the Aventador came out, everyone, ooh, horrible gearbox, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, we missed that gearbox. <laughs> because Not around town. <laughs> no, 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 but you know, you've sort of yeah. gone the other way because everyone for a while, Porsche had their PDK, yeah. the 458, had, you know, it was all mm. going that way. I even thought like, okay, we're going to have to have seamless gearboxes yeah. and that's the future. And now I think... Uh, I guess also there's a counter movement to, with the electric hypercars... Yeah. Like oh we actually miss this. That, uh, that's and just you this sort of one gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you sort of yeah, we're going for refinement. That's the key. But, that's but, the key but key also bit. involvement, you know. Yeah. And and you need you need to feel something because that's the only purpose of these cars is to feel something. Yeah, we're not offering a solution for, <laughs> for world peace or anything. We're offering you know like uh, a few. You know, moments of happiness yeah. basically you know and uh, that's it you know so yeah, so yeah. you need to feel you need to feel something yeah you need the, your hairs to stand up and for me that's always been like when you drive a car it's like i don't yeah i never care about the numbers or yeah. i never care about what 
what the magazine says, I, I go jump on it. Like if something happening, you know, with the hairs on yeah. my arm, you know, that's good enough for me. I, yeah. You know, so that's why I've driven you know, Lotuses and flawed cars. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, okay, it's flawed. But the steering, you know, mm. how good is that? It's like, exactly. okay, I'll forgive it, all the rest of the stuff, because this makes my smile come up. And, you know, so that's, of course, that's the product. You know, that, that's what we're selling here. Like, uh, yeah, it's very moments, cool. moments of happiness. <laughs> very cool i think that's probably a good good time to wrap it up and that but that was my experience of driving the and this is going to be a whole another level but of the tsrs i got out of it and i think i called tim and was like this is this is a lot better than i thought it was like this is this is a properly fun car at like 50 miles an hour yeah and my something i said and i don't, I don't know what you guys will take that link or not but I, my sort of thought was it it feels to drive like a GT3 RS, but like ramped up by like 300%. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Handles amazingly, driving experience really good, but then has all of this like crazy gearbox and the engine and the power and all of that stuff. And it's uh, easy to drive, isn't and it? Really easy, like, really like, easy to drive. Yeah, that was my first reaction when I went over to the factory and I go, oh, I could actually drive this down to Monaco. Yeah. You know, it's that wouldn't be, it's not too noisy. It feels. Uh, and then you, when you start, you know, I've been having it on the track a few times. It's like, actually, it's very well balanced. You know, I don't feel intimidated. No, it's not, it's not car, scary at all. I think it looks a bit intimidating. It does. Yeah, it has presence. When you come up to it, you go, oh, yeah, this is going to be a handful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, you, you think it's going to be a handful. But it's this, you know, it's got this beautiful uh, power delivery, which is very linear. There's yeah. no, you know, violent turbo that kicks in or anything. So, so it is actually a very exploitable uh, performance on it and you can really flick it around in the canyon suppers it's, yeah. it's a big car as you know but you can really you can drive it yeah you can push it you know so cool well thanks very much saying that i'll probably go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah go for another drive <laughs> i've just sold the drive to myself <laughs> <laughs> guys i need to do a little bit more testing a little more development yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool well yeah. thanks very much for thank you coming yeah. on the podcast having a yeah, thank you for coming and uh, Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.